What is up, guys, and welcome to the Meeple Minded Podcast, the podcast where we talk all things tabletop gaming. My name is Jason. And I'm James. And I'm Paul. I can't believe we just sat through that. I know. I, I, I'm apologizing. That's about the 10th version of Jingle Bells I've heard today. <laughs> That's it. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> well, this would uh, evidently be the last episode of the Meeple Minded that we're ever doing. <laughs> ever? <laughs> ever. How are we all doing? It is the last episode of 2021. Yeah, remember the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard to really remember because the last two years have kind of just... Yeah, merged. Yeah, yeah horrible. Yeah, not nice. Yeah. I'm not sure where it started and where it ended. So, yeah. yeah. This time last year when we were doing this, Paul, we, we had such high hopes for Absolutely. 2021. Yeah. And yeah. it's lovely to see that... All of those hopes and dreams were nicely shattered. Yeah. Almost well, well, I immediately. Would say shattered. I would delayed six months. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But yes. This this time last year, James, you weren't with us. I was not. So, you know, six months later, James joined us and as you quite rightly said, everything was shattered. Yeah. So, uh, coincidence maybe? Who knows? I took your dreams and I stamped on them. <laughs> Or you shone a light, <laughs> and everything's better now because you're here. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, well, he'll be nice, I won't. <laughs> it's alive, but it's nice. <laughs> well, I'm out of the shed, I've got to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> On your best behaviour. Yeah. Straight back in the shed, good sir. That's where I've left the duck. True, true. Yeah. That, that, that's good. I mean, silver lining to everything, the duck is not here. Yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> I think he's gone out to his Christmas party with the ducks and swans he met at UKGE. Oh, fun. Yeah, they've flown over. So God knows what the shed will look like when I get back. 2021, guys. What 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 can we really say about this year? Where do we even start? I mean, do we start with the debacle that was Brexit and how that's affected the gaming? Do we talk about the ups and downs of opening and closing gaming clubs all damn year? Oh. Where should we start? I think the first six months we were still pretty much based online, weren't we? Pretty much, yeah. Just Monday yeah. evenings, doing whatever we were doing. Yeah, never, never having to get dressed it was lovely. I mean, I had to because I worked, but still, yeah. yeah, it it was a weird, weird start to the year, especially after we, you know, when we recorded this time last year, we really did have those high ups because it looked like we were through the worst of it. And then it's got to have been, what, a week, maybe two weeks after we recorded that. I was like, oh, guess what? Lockdown over Christmas. Oh, okay. Well, I'll deal with that. That'll be the only one. There won't be a third one at all, would there? Yeah. Here's one new variant. <laughs> give it eight, nine months. We'll give you another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it another eight, nine months. and There'll be another one, no doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what were you doing this time last year, James? Working. Fun. Fun. <laughs> well, I think we were all working, weren't we? <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> what furlough? Yeah, yeah, furlough. Yeah. furlough. Yeah. I had about two months, I think, when the first kicked off in 2020. But I think a grand total I had two days. Okay. <laughs> yep. I hope you enjoyed yeah. those two days. I, I did. I did. I was told that it was, you know, it was to help the company get back on their feet. We were all taking a day's furlough every week and it would last for a, a good few months. And yeah, two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks, one day off every week. Marvelous. And been back full-time ever since yay not good yay essential workers yay (laughs) yay (laughs) anyway let's steer this conversation back on to gaming seeing as though this is from what i'm told a tabletop gaming podcast 
That's what it says in the name. It does. So yeah. I, I do actually want to talk about Brexit. Now, obviously, this is something that only affects us here in the UK, really. But one thing I've noticed in the year 2021, obviously, Brexit has happened. And now we're starting to see the effects of it in the gaming industry with the likes of Kickstarter. And when they're coming into the country, we're getting hit with a nice big Brexit tax. How has that affected your Kickstarter habit? Because you're probably worse than me. And uh, has it actually put you off of anything going forward? To be honest, most of the Kickstarters that have come in have actually swallowed those taxes. And they've come through without any additional funds. I think I've had two Kickstarters that have politely asked if we'd like to pay a little bit more to Mm -hmm. save them from paying it. Yeah. Which has only been maybe five, ten pounds on a couple of Kickstarters. That's not too bad. So it wasn't too bad at all. But I haven't seen any big hits Mm. as yet. Right. Um, I think there's still a few, maybe half a dozen Kickstarters in my list still to turn up. So I'm still waiting to see if I'm going to be hit with any of those. Yeah, I think the first one I'm personally going to be hit with will be the Masters of the Universe uh, game from Archon Studios because that obviously went up during uh, the lockdowns and, and stuff yeah. like that. And they have done a UK-only pledge, which doesn't include tax or imports or anything like that. So that one will be liable for the full, yeah. full whack when that comes into the country and... One can only guess what that's going to be. and Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, as a personal standpoint, I know crowdfunding isn't really James's bag. He leaves all that to me. But <laughs> yep. it's... Waits it, for us to buy it and comes and plays. Exactly. Yeah. It, um, for seen, me, yeah. it has made me far more observant of the games. And I'm being far more picky as to which ones I will back and which ones I won't. If it's going to be a monster box, it's, you know, am I likely to go for the all-in pledge like I used to? Probably not, if I'm honest. The game has to be damn good for me to really go, I want to pay the money to you, and then I want to pay the tax man so much money in order to play this game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for me, it really has has affected us. I've slowed up my Kickstarter backing, mm. but that's more to do with money situation on my part rather than actually worrying about the Brexit situation. <coughs> of course. I mean, if if there was something on there that did catch my eye, it's more of a money worry rather than a how much more money we'll have to pay on top. Yeah. When it comes in. So, to be honest, it hasn't been at the forefront of my mind. I think it's been just the ongoing delays with everything. Of course, yeah. More so than Brexit at the moment. Yeah, and I suppose that will segue us on nicely onto what causes those delays because that has been quite the uh the effect of 2021 hasn't it with the with the shipping crisis around the world and the uh someone's bad parking in the middle of the suez oh yes yeah. <laughs> that that was hilarious though i think even james had a good laugh at that one. Oh yeah <laughs> evergreen yeah you was can't it? park there mate yeah <laughs> wonder how many tickets he got <laughs> So say a ticket warden must have been having a field day with that one. So, oh, he's parked over about 50 million spaces, that one. <laughs> <laughs> More like one of the pilots was just coming along, just like, how the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember, family friendly. We got yeah. all the swearing out of the way at the start. <laughs> the real question is, do you, do you reckon it was like the old uh, 
the old Titanic where the captain's gone to bed for the night and then just starts getting a knock at the door. Um, sir, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this. I at bet I don't, actually. <laughs> I, I'd be willing to bet a lot of the um, the people sort of, you know, the people in charge at the Suez Canal, was, would they, they'd have been walking over and then just seeing it and just go, nope, nope. Clocking out early, nope, not dealing with that. Well, so <laughs> how, how many people looked at their watch going, I've got five minutes till the end of my shift, yep. you absolute. <laughs> to be honest, they would have all been out with their mobile phones filming it. Yeah. 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 Expecting £250 from you being framed, wouldn't they? <laughs> Get more than that, putting it on blooming uh, YouTube, just in hits, wouldn't you? <laughs> Sponsorship true, deals. True, true. <laughs> oh, does you being framed even still a thing? <laughs> they usually do the Christmas bloopers or something. Of course, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, shipping crisis around the world. That's been a big thing. 2021, anything else that you guys can think of that you know has shaped this year to be the awesome year that we all knew it would be? Well, like we said at the beginning, the resurgence of online stuff, which we all knew about in 2020, as we were all playing online. Mm. But I, th- I think a lot of more IPs and stuff are coming to app-based platforms yeah. as well as Steam and things. I know Wingspan released this year. Mm-hmm. On uh, apps and Steam Indeed, as well, yeah. so uh, yeah, and you've got numerous other ones to come in through. Yeah. I know <clears throat> wife and I play Ticket to Ride occasionally on the PlayStation, yeah, because we have our card hands on our tablets in front of us, so we, it's still blocked from other people's view. But you've got the main board up on the screen, so that there are ways around meetings and getting to play with yeah. friends and family online. But it has been great to get back into. Person to person gaming, yeah, yeah. I you don't appreciate how much like the gaming clubs mean until they're gone. That's like I really enjoy actually getting back to the social aspect of it. Yeah, I mean you're you're a pretty avid PC gamer yourself, like Mm. so. I suppose being confined to playing on the computer wasn't really alien to you, but at the same time, like you said. It doesn't replace that. Yeah, it's, it, it's thing. about having a healthy balance, isn't it? It's like when that's all you can do, you miss just going out. It's just, it's just the like the conversations that that go with it. Um, it's you know, you can do that online, but it's just not the same as having a face to face conversation. Yeah. Having, so I think we never had our faces up on screen. On, I know a few of us have got like dual monitors and things, and one screen had just like our um character screens on rather than our actual faces where mm. I, I joined in with Worthing board gamers on occasion and you could see everyone's faces yeah, yeah. playing games as well as having your game on the screen so that was a bit more yeah. interaction than yeah yeah I think a couple of times we, we we had the faces and stuff up there but a lot of people just again most people sat there in the PJs or their underpants you your chest hair away you know <laughs> yeah. um I mean, God forbid I'd turn the camera on and people would have had a, re- a very nasty shock. It's, it's not very often that they can sort of ask for Jabba the Hutt's autograph. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've got plenty of video equipment here. Sure, you could put some green screen up. I have a green screen somewhere. <laughs> I'm not sure where it is, but I do have one. Yeah, uh, you say it, I always used to wonder what that was when you ever used to win a game. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite that bad. Oh, maybe I am. Yeah, but playing online wasn't too bad, but... It just it couldn't replace what 
what I was really craving and it died off for me. Like you said, we probably had a good six months of the year that we were still doing that, but the numbers slowly dwindled off and my enthusiasm to really go online every every Monday evening for the, the, the scheduled event, if you like, and then every evening like I was previously to play games, I, I just didn't have it anymore. Yeah. And I got bored of the games because obviously the digital gaming aspect side of things were the same as the, the tabletop ones. They weren't releasing new stuff. There was nothing new coming. So it's not even like, oh, I'll just buy a new digital game and I'll play that because they weren't there. No. You no. know, there was sales upon sales upon sales of the games that were already on there, but I bought all them as soon as I knew yeah. I was going to be stuck in my house. So, yeah, not not great, really, but it was it was good to have it. If we didn't have it, I don't know what would have happened. Still, six months went by and things got a little bit better. We came out of the lockdowns and things started to reopen with the rollout of the vaccinations. We had the return of conventions. Yeah, absolutely. And your good self and I went to UK Games Expo. James, unfortunately, was working. Mm-hmm. Um, but I filled you in of all the amazing things that you missed out on because I'm a really nice guy like that. Yes. Um, <laughs> he tied you down and started uh, spouting stuff off at you. <laughs> but the real question is, I mean, that was my first indulgence into the UK Games Expo. And we talked about this on our episode where we reflect on it. But I think even I was able to stand there and see this is not a convention. This was ba- It was a glorified market with some... Places yeah. to play play games rather there, than... There was certainly... I mean, because I went back in 2019. So we had three halls in 2019. Um, we had the Open Gaming Hall, which was one of the huge Hall 3, just completely open for tables and gaming. And the other Halls 1 and 2 were there for all the publishers and the sellers to continue to do what they do. And everyone was there, all the big brand names, Asmodee were there, um, all the other great publishers. And this, so pretty much Hall 1 was all sellers and Hall 2 was all publishers. So there was plenty of people there. Um, and you, you ha- needed the three days to go around. I mean, we were only there for two days in 2019. Mm. As well as 2021, I was there for two days. But yeah, you could pretty much see everything within a few hours. Yeah, and we just continued to uh, play games more than anything. Yeah, I mean, it, it sort of fills me with reassurance for next year. Hopefully, I think he is going to be bigger and better. And I believe James, you're going to be joining us next yeah, year. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I, I really do want to go. Yeah, and I mean, is there anything that you would like to see when you, when you go there? Because it'll be your first indulgence into a, a board game convention or a tabletop convention. Uh, I think that's quite a difficult question to answer when you've not been before like i've i've never been to any kind of game game i've been to conventions but not mm-hmm. a gaming convention so i don't know what to expect yeah i kind of need to go and sort of then go oh i'd like to have seen this mm. or oh i'm surprised they didn't do that or did do that mm. sort of thing it's like you you need to go once to kind of be able to base those opinions yeah yeah i think uh, i mean for me like next year i can definitely see like day 1 will be it's all about going around the stands and stuff like that because I'm hoping it's going to be back to full capacity. We'll have all the publishers there showing off their their new stuff that's coming. I mean, that was the biggest downer for me was there wasn't really enough 
this is coming and, and all of that, which yeah. I understood, you know, with because at the time the shipping crisis had just started. We ha- had the fact that the publishers had not been working for a year at that point. So there was nothing new in the pipeline that was ready to show off. So, or what was ready to show off, everyone had crowded round. Of course, yeah. I mean, we went to the uh, yeah, they to kept down get, this one, wasn't it? Yeah, for... to try and get on to Dice Theme Park, mm. and it there was pretty much a queue there. Um, of course, with yeah. each of the play testings taking on twenty thirty minutes. With, yeah. So we, I mean, we did manage to play the Dice Hospital Roll and Write. We did, yes, and that was good um, fun. Although for someone who doesn't like Roll and Writes myself, that was uh, that was actually quite enjoyable. Uh, I don't think James has actually been in, involved in any Roll and Writes at this point, have you? No. I might have to try that one. the the Dice mm. The Dice Hospital one was good. Yeah, I just got through the Cartographers and the, Her- the Heroes expansion, two Cartographers, which is a Roll and Write, pretty easy to do. So. Uh, yeah. Might have to get you to uh, to run us through some of them, yeah? Yeah. That'd be good. Another game to look forward to in uh, 2022, James. Yeah, this yes. is good. But speaking of that, is there any games that really stood out to you this year, be it games that were released, because there wasn't many of them, or just games that you've played that really stood out to you? I think we know what James is going to oh, yeah. say, <laughs> but I might ban him from saying Nemesis, and so okay. you've got to think of another game. I mean, to be fair, there's a lot, because... 2021 is really the year I stepped over from tabletop gaming to board gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 2021 for me, all right, I played Scythe for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Nemesis. Yep. Um, it's the one I've bought. I mean, the the other thing is with the intro, you know, you coming on to to co-host the podcast with me. Mm-hmm. Um, has that helped you in? sort of opening your mind a bit more of, and being more receptive to playing certain games that you might not have played otherwise? Uh, I think like the the big three for me, like I've already said Scythe Nemesis, uh, Inesh is another one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, games like that would always capture my attention if I saw them, but I'd have to, it, it's having that foreknowledge, I'd have to actually see them on a tabletop and go, oh, that looks cool, mm. rather than now I'll actually go and look for board games. Mm. You know, I found Nemesis on my own. You did. You um, did indeed, yes. By, by going and watching YouTube channels and actually doing my research. I wouldn't have done that before, it, but if I'd seen seen it on a table, then I would have immediately been drawn to it. Yeah. That's, I think that's the change. Okay, that sounds good. I mean, so, I mean, for you, on those grounds, would you say 2021 was a good year or a bad year for you personally on a gaming front? Uh, a good year for me, like I said, because it was discovering a lot of these games. Mm-hmm. You've come down the rabbit hole. I have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, not not fully. I haven't bought a Kickstarter yet. Your fingers are still on the edge. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Holding on for dear life. <laughs> I think the, the real test on the, on the Kickstarter front for you will be when Kickstarter gets back into its full swing. Because mm. while we are seeing campaigns starting to come up again, the big boys are yeah. notably absent. And we know, we know that Cool Mini are not coming with their 50th very controversial uh, campaign that's coming. So I'm I'm interested to see how well that actually does. Oh, come on. It's going to be funded in like three seconds. Oh, of course it so. will. But, you know, the people that I know of that are like, no, die hard, Cool Mini are not fans, they will back everything yeah. except that. Okay. You know, it's, like, it's the first one that they're out saying is like, no, I have literally no interest in that whatsoever. You know, diehard Marvel fans, I really 
don't yeah. care. Yeah. Diehard zombie side fans, I really don't care. It it will be interesting. I think it's going to be on the lower end of a cool mini or not Kickstarter, oh, okay. but we will see. Oh, I think you might have to have a wager on that. <laughs> yeah, we, we we may do. We may do. But yeah, I mean, James, you've had a, a little look at what's coming for that with the gigantic zombie Galactus. I mean, we'll, we're not going to call it a miniature because mm-hmm. it's two foot tall. <laughs> it's a statue, whether they like to call it a miniature or not. What do you think about the game, how it looks so far? Because you've not actually played Zombieside yet either. No, I haven't played Zombieside. Well, that that is two of us. one of those games that's just never really appealed to me. Mm. But, you know, zombies. Yeah, zombies aren't really my bag. But, you know, the idea of Marvel zombies... Mm. You know, the What If series, that yeah. that was very popular and, and the zombie episode was a very popular one. Do you think that might help them in uh, Yeah, I think I think it might do because I, I personally quite enjoyed that episode. Uh, I, I loved the whole series, if I'm honest. I thought it was a really good concept. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Zombieside, I do know the game Zombieside, so it's like it, it's quite a big game. I, I'm with Paul on this one. I think slapping a Marvel logo on it is just, you, you might as well print your own money. Yeah. I mean, it does appear to be the formula that uh, a lot of companies look at nowadays. It's like, oh, this game might sell well. It's really, really good game. Yeah, might isn't great, though, is it? Let's, oh, Marvel. Well, we've had this conversation, haven't we? That of course. You sort of backed away from all the IP yeah. registered games from yesteryear mm-hmm. and going for the more um, original yeah. titles as they come through. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I asked James how he thinks his year went with regards to games and that would be my biggest take home for for me personally is this time last year I, every ip i would have been looking at it and going oh, oh yeah lovely 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 this year i have found myself being far far more selective not only because of shipping crisis not only because of brexit and costs but because the games i've played that aren't ip based have just generally been better and i now find myself going for the games aren't ip based Mm -hmm. because of my experience of them being generally better one of my favorite games of all time is still power rangers that isn't going to change anytime soon it's a great game would i play that game if it now if it didn't have that theme i probably would depending on what the theme was you know because as james said i'm not a huge zombie fan Mm. but would i still play it probably would so yep. that's my biggest takeaway from I, I think that applies to a lot of things though is you always get this creep with ips where if you've landed a big ip the ip itself will sell it so the independent games or the ones that have come up with their own uh concept they almost have to try harder which is why i think they tend to be better games that's right jason's been on the drink <laughs> Knew that He's was trying to happen. very quietly pour extra rum in his drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the pop from the bottle. It's like it's gonna do it. Yeah, you gotta love a corked bottle, haven't you? Know? <laughs> <laughs> That's worth it. So, yeah, IP games. I mean, I was shocked earlier as I was scrolling through looking for presents for my nieces and nephews to find a Star Wars and Harry Potter version of Scrabble. Yeah, I mean, how desperate are they <laughs> to have to put an ip on scrabble yeah i mean we've got the plethora of dare i say it monopolies out there i yeah. mean how do you ip base scrabble it's a it, exactly, spelling that's, game <laughs> that's exactly what 
what they're allowing words like Vader and Alderaan in now, yeah. are they? Or uh, yeah. Hermione. Mm. I mean, how many points is that going to get? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that, that's got to be the only difference is yeah. that, you know, these canon words in, in fictional stories yeah. are just going to be canon. Well, I, in, I, I in suppose a... it's a running theme, isn't it? You come up with an original game, okay, it's not selling as well as you thought it was. Mm. So you slap an IP on it just to get the money. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've seen um, Castle Panic, that spawned Star Trek Panic. Where you yeah, have the Enterprise, the zombie ones as well. When zombies were a huge thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like you said, you're after original titles, but you go for an original title. How long is it going to be before someone slaps an IP on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, what what about you, Paul? Any standout games for you this year? I think you've probably had more games delivered than anyone. I think the only the main standout one is literally turned up maybe a week or two ago and that was Hero Quest. Mm. I mean that's back to my childhood but back to watching the Bardic broadcasts again oh, yes. just to get myself ramped up. And um, it was I mean on that as well I would love I would like to say it's really good to see him back on YouTube. Yeah. I know he hasn't done another Hero Quest video yet but the fact that he's back is obvious there is going to be one coming absolutely yeah, so yeah. that that's great to see yeah because I, I the bard back. He, he is australian based isn't he he is indeed yeah. yes so they're still having trouble getting their ship mm-hmm. to them i think theirs is turning up as we speak at the moment so give him a week or two i think it'll be an early christmas present for all of us when yeah. that turns out. maybe even a christmas day thing yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely i think all three of us will probably end up watching that because the video that took the geek world by storm with the broadsword. Yeah. <laughs> oh, quick, Mormons. Mormons. <laughs> Put the door down. <laughs> but okay, on Hero Quest, we've all had a look at it when you brought it down to one of the clubs. What are your opinions on it? As a first impression, I know you haven't managed to get it to the table yet. I'm reluctant to bring it to the table because I'm reluctant for people grabbing the miniatures out because the plastic insert is absolutely diabolical. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they are pretty much welded in. Yeah. Um, across all the social medias, people are finding sort of broken pieces or they've tried to force the miniatures out and breaking it. Mm. Some of the mold lines are horrendous. Um, touch wood. I've been through most of mine. And everything seems okay. Mm. But like everyone is saying, those minis going in and out of that plastic, it won't last I wouldn't long. dare paint any of them at the moment no. because it would just be ripping the paint off yeah. left, right and centre. Yeah. Well, it's something we both said when we were looking at it, wasn't it? That I thought we were, I can't remember which miniature it was, but it already had a stress line on it. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, and that's just, that's just on the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've seen, there's so many videos come of it of dunking them in boiling water to stretch them out and things like this. And I was tempted to take a hairdryer to the insert itself just to try and get it to recede a bit yeah. and give it a bit more. But I'm thinking... Probably leave it. I know there's a few companies out there that are making inserts for it as we speak. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna wait for the Feldher one. Yeah, the foam foam ones. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if not, hopefully folded space gets her. Yeah. Gets her fingers in, and, uh, fingers out. Yeah. Yeah. And gets one done pretty quick. I'm guessing the ones that are out at the moment are all uh, MDF. MDF ones which you'll be looking um, sort of 40 to 60 pounds I'm guessing I've seen higher than that 60 yeah. to 80 and I, I mean the base game itself 
should be hitting retail early next year, and that's a hundred pounds. Mm. So you you're doubling your money just for the yeah. insert. Yeah, I, I I do like. I mean, as as I've said many a time, I am a insert aficionado in in many ways. But and I do love the MDF inserts, but they are so expensive, and rightly so. You know, I don't I don't quibble about why they're so expensive, but it you know when it doubles or triples the cost of the game. You ask yourself, is it is it worth it? You know, James, you you're talking about a new insert for for your Nemesis. Yeah, I've obviously sent you a couple of the wooden ones from E Raptor, which are fantastic, especially the screen printed ones. They are really nice, and also they I think there's a fa- uh, folded space one for that as well, which is yep. the foam core, substantially cheaper. Have you decided which avenue you're going to try and go down yet? Uh... I'm gonna wait till after Christmas, see if um see if I get aftermath, mm-hmm. and then that's when I'll be taking a serious look at inserts when I want to put them together, basically. Yeah, yeah, because obviously MDF is far more durable uh, than than foam core ever will be. But of all the games I've got foam core inserts in, that they're holding up just fine. Yeah. I think if it's a game that's seen the table every week, that's maybe where you want to be having those yeah. those MDF inserts. But yeah, I've got. A fair few folded space ones now for, especially the uh, West Kingdom trilogy that I've got, yeah, and uh, recently for Quacks as well, yeah, um, and yeah, they don't tend to come out too often. Usually, especially with Quacks, it's usually my wife and I playing with them. Um, but yeah, transporting stuff to and from the game days as well, yeah, um, they've certainly helped, and especially for setup as well. Yeah, especially the architects ones. All the pieces come out, and they're all in their own trays, ready to go. And the quacks ones are similar. All the um, ingredients are all out in their trays, ready to go, rather than pouring them out of bags and sifting through them all. So uh, well, yeah, we've, we've had this conversation many times. I can't stand baggies. <laughs> no, no. I have a baggie with baggies in. Yep. Yeah. Yes. As a backup. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, baggies are great for for having the games delivered. But again, we're 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 in this age now where we are meant to be cutting down on plastic, and it to me, sticking everything in a baggie in a game, especially one that's got you know hundreds of components, and they're all in in different baggies to separate them and all that kind of stuff is up. There has got to be a better way to do this. But it can be done. I mm. mean, you've got Stonewire games. And you've got when tidal blades turned up, mm-hmm. and everything has its own little plastic insert game trays. Yeah, if you've got a games trays logo on the box or in the Kickstarter, you don't have to worry about it. Every item in that game is going to be bag- uh, boxed up, ready to go. Yeah, and so easy to set up. Yeah, it can be done. Yeah, it, it can, can be done. It can indeed. So let's talk about the game clubs and the issues that we've had. <laughs> and the fun and well, actually the fun and games we've had yeah, this year, absolutely stopping and starting, not knowing where we're coming or going. Yeah. I think how, you, how... you've had more issues than <laughs> I have. <laughs> I mean, thus is the is the fun of running a, a weekly club, isn't it, James? Indeed. Yeah, J- James has been there alongside me, stressing and hearing me. Well, Screaming insult. We'll say the polite term. Insult our local council for their decisions and or lack thereof 
you know, just trying to to get the community back out there and and in, in a safe way, obviously, not knowing where you know what precautions we're supposed to be doing, what ones we have to do, what ones we're deciding that we want to do, and. I think that's just a general UK thing, isn't it? No one knows what they're supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. Um, but how? I mean, how do you think that that's affected the community, James? Is it because I know when we first reopened, they had the big grand reopening, the numbers were fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I think that was sorely down to everyone's missed it. You mm. know, like you said, the first two three weeks was just rammed you know yeah. we we're running out of tables yeah i mean we're we in the hall yeah we have record-breaking numbers every week consecutively yeah. like you know and at which point we'd already been running four years mm. and to have three weeks of consecutive record-breaking numbers was yeah was shocking and that that like i said i put that down solely to yay we can do stuff yeah yeah, yeah. and then of course where it died off a little bit which which you expected which we, yeah. which we did expect and then it started to pick up again and then very recently they've obviously announced more potential measures or, or we have the reintroduction of having to wear face masks in public places mm-hmm. and obviously the the weird situation that we're in where we do technically class as hospitality but then we we don't so we could have to wear masks but we we kind of don't and People don't really know that they, they don't feel safe again, so the numbers have dropped off drastically. And yeah. and you sort of, you know, what what about yourself, Paul? How, how do you think your clubs have been? We've had three towards the end of twenty twenty one. Our last was a couple of weeks ago, and our numbers actually maintained at about thirty five ish, thirty to thirty five, mm. and with us only needing about twenty five to cover costs, that's been great. Yeah. But what I've seen is, I think we've had all the regulars turn up to our first one, which was fine. But then the second one, I didn't see them turn up, but I saw new faces come in as well. Of course, yeah. So to have the numbers remain static and see different people at the different events, I think when, hopefully, touch wood, everything does open up properly, we are going to pack out that hall completely. Fingers crossed. you were at our last event and we were pretty close to... Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, most pretty much mo- pretty most of the tables up. were out. Um, they were all full. Yeah. Um, lots of games were going on. It was really good fun. Absolutely. And yeah, it's nice to for me to be able to get down to uh, game day events that are whole day events. It's, yeah. it's very rare that I really get that much time spare. But this year, if, if anything, has been... A blessing for me in in that sense because I now have a lot more free time. Uh, I say free time. I've I've decided to start filling it with <laughs> loads of other stuff, but yeah, that's that's my own choice at the end of the day. But I've I've enjoyed every second of it because you know James has started getting into far more board games, and that means whenever we're bored of an evening, which is let's be honest, most evenings. Mm-hmm. We don't end up just going on a random drive anymore. We'll end up sitting down, playing a board game, discussing said board game. And, and I mean, that's kind of what led us on to you potentially coming on as the co-host. We first had yep. you on as a as a guest, much the same as Paul. He turned up yeah. as a guest and then I chained him to the chair. Yeah. I mean, it's, so. it's a lesson, uh, listeners. It's like, if Jason asked you on as a guest... <laughs> Just watch what's happening to your ankles because it gets chained down relatively quickly. 
Yeah, so it won't let us leave. <laughs> I'll cut that bit. <laughs> cut that out in post. <laughs> but yeah, that, I mean, for you, James, how have you enjoyed doing doing this? Because it's something new for you, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Like I said, learning all these new games. Um, like you said, actually having something to do when you're bored is great because, you know, like like you said, it's rather than going from random drives and just burning petrol, sort of like, oh, we can play this game. Oh, we really like this. Cool, this is going to be an episode, isn't it? Yeah, all right, so we better discuss this now. And it's sort yeah. of like... Yeah. And it works. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, you know, you, you've started to learn a hell of a lot more like with regards to game mechanics and stuff like that. And the fact that me and you can actually have a conversation about mechanics yeah. of games whereas before it was just sort of like how did you enjoy that yeah it was good yep cool paul how it? did you enjoy those mechanics <laughs> oh the deck building mechanics were fantastic <laughs> worker placement was outstanding yeah meanwhile james then <laughs> straight over his head what were we doing <laughs> i liked pushing the wooden people around the board <laughs> meeples james meeples i had a dice too <laughs> It had six sides. Oh, that's a basic game, isn't it? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. None of that lightweight rubbish. Where's my D20? We never discussed the D2020. You need to do another, another T-shirt. Do we really need to discuss D2021 either? No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But yes, it's it's been a fun year. I've really enjoyed doing the podcast. To be honest, it's kept my mind well. I, I would say normal, but as normal as it can be for me. None of us in the bloody normal. But, <laughs> but for me, while sometimes I may moan about like, oh god, give up my my Mondays to do the editing and all that kind of stuff. I love every single second of it. And before we sat down earlier, before you guys arrived, after I'd finished setting the table up and stuff. I was running through our, our Buzzsprout page and, and to realise that when this episode comes out, it'll be our 75th episode. Wow. Yeah. That is, for me, that that's phenomenal. I never, ever thought we would do that. I really thought when we set out to do this, we would be that statistic that hit the, the, the dreaded number seven podcast and then never did anything again. So to get to 75 is, is insane. And... I think so by the time we finish recording today, and bear in mind this is nearly two weeks before this episode actually comes out for you guys out there to listen to, we are likely to hit 6,000 downloads this year. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, by the time we finish recording. So that is, it's just, it's blown my mind how much different this year has been compared to last. Like last year, in our first year, we did... I think it was about eight months and we did maybe a thousand downloads in that time, which was far more than I ever thought we'd do. But to now be looking at numbers of 6,000 for the for a year, for just this, for year. just this year, 75 episodes in total. It's absolutely fantastic. It's great to have James on board now as well. We're getting great feedback about James. Don't know why, but yeah. people like you. So unfortunately, read the comments. Read the comments. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> evidently people really like you mate so yeah well, well what have you got to say to all these idiotic people precisely that perfect that's exactly how i like him to sound and i didn't even have to put him on mute either perfect <laughs> no i really appreciate it i've really enjoyed um coming on board and 
learning all this new stuff. The um the topical discussions help with that as well because obviously I have to go and research those. I know it's you like, do, you do, and especially stuff. when I don't tell you what the topical discussions are. Those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, we always love a good curveball, Jason. <laughs> you used to tell me what the intros were to me, but I never get those messages anymore. <laughs> Well, that involves a lot of organisation, oh, and I yeah. don't really have that. Yeah. Although, to be fair, as I actually alluded to before we went live to Paul, I now actually have a form of organisation, because <laughs> I went out and bought my very first year calendar, <laughs> a year planner that you see in businesses, and now we're going to have all of our episodes are going to be pre-planned, so no more... Winging it. Winging it. Yeah, like I was going to say... Today. <laughs> You like to think you're throwing as a curveball, but what do you say? Jason, what are we recording this week? You'll find out. You don't know, do you? No. (laughs) Sometimes it's just easier to come up with it on the day. Yeah. I finish work at two o'clock. I personally think we do our best work when we wing it. It's like, what are we talking about? I don't know. Right. Three, two, one, record. (laughs) I mean, this time last year, I I had a nice little script that we were... We were reading from, so I knew exactly what we were talking about today. Yeah, I've just sort of, resorted to a message on your phone. I have, yeah. yeah. I mean, the phone's been off now for a little while, so uh, I've probably missed about 20 of my bullet points. But, you know, hey-ho, it's all working. Winging it is good. Yes. But, yes. Is there anything podcast-wise that you, you've particularly enjoyed in the episodes that have stood out to you that me and James just sound absolutely amazing on because, you know, we are amazing? All of them. Oh, <laughs> Look at the suck up there, Dad. <laughs> You're well, not coming uh, out of the shed more than <laughs> once a year. <laughs> I don't know. I don't you know. like the shed. We put in a heater. Oh, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> no. But again, if you'd listened to last week's news section, I don't feel the cold, so I'm not fussed. <laughs> it's the duck that needs the uh, electric underpants. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> but no, is there any goals for you this year? I think last year your goals were to... Do another thousand downloads, which we oh, well we yeah, we, yeah. we smashed that. So, yeah. what what are we going for for on your your grounds this year, Paul? I think if we have ten thousand next year, yeah, yeah, ten thousand in the year, in the year, or from now, or from now, from well, now, it will be the next year. Then yeah, we'll, yeah. Okay. What about you, James? Sixteen thousand by this time next year. Let's do it. Yeah. I think we yeah. can do that. We can. What we about can. you, James? Any, any specific goals that you would like to achieve? Yeah, we've we've hit the seventy fifth episode. I think we need to do something big for the hundredth, but I don't know what that is. Maybe a a small giveaway or something. Find a game that yeah yeah we we want to do a competition for. Maybe we'll see if we can find a big guest to come on. Yeah, that'd be nice. get the bard on. That would be awesome. Mm. That would yeah. be really really cool if I if I can make that happen. I will. Uh, there. I mean, speaking of guests, I do have a few hopefuls lined up for next year i mean one guarantee that we will be getting on is um brushing up podcast they they are going to be coming on and we will be also invited to guest on to theirs which will be really really cool uh i'm hoping to get a few famous faces from around the uh the hobby scene as well so keeping those names under my hat for now but discussions have been had so fingers crossed obviously we'll we'll always check back in with our favorite Friends at the likes of Stop, Drop and Roll who have come on a few times yeah. now with Rhea and Laurie. A couple more clubs come up. Descent Games as well we've been chatting with lately. Indeed. Uh, they've got Library Labyrinth coming out soon. So yeah, I'm looking forward something. to playing that actually. I've, I've not had a chance to play Library Labyrinth yet and the Kickstarter's due very soon I believe. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, they've been uh, showing it off 
more and more lately. Uh, I think they were at LobsterCon and Dragon Meat. Uh, they were definitely lately. at Dragon Meat. I, I yeah. know that. I know they did uh, UKGE as well, yeah, but unfortunately... We couldn't get anywhere near Couldn't it. get anywhere near the table. So that's yeah. one that's high on the list for me to Absolutely. And yeah, to play. Per- personally, that was a high point of this year as well, was actually playtesting it mm. at a very, very early stage. I think we were... The, myself and Mill's partner were the first two to actually play it nice and it was literally words on cards there was no pictures no artwork or anything done with it and yeah we had a good session of feedback and everything and i think um jess and mill took a lot back on board and yeah it is the game it is now and it, it looks fantastic yeah uh, I, was say, I saw some of the artwork the other day and it, it looks stunning yeah like it's one of those games that I mean, when you guys get to see it, if you haven't already seen it, check out Library Labyrinth. They've got a Facebook page on it and everything. But it's one of those games that if I saw the artwork, it draws me in. Like, it's yeah. going to be a Kickstarter with the artwork like that. I'm going to be looking at that Kickstarter. Even if I didn't know what the game is, it would have drawn me in yeah. just yeah. on the artwork. So really, really looking forward Absolutely. to that one. Uh, yeah. Laurie and Ree gave us uh, small little hints at their uh, next project, didn't they? We do, yes. Yeah, uh, so keeping them under lock and key, though. Absolutely, know. yeah, yeah. You'll have to stay tuned in, keep coming back week on week, just to find out what that is. Indeed, indeed. So, yeah, James, sorry, we interrupted you, didn't we? Well, what's your, your goals for the podcast for you this year? I can't remember now. Personal, <laughs> and, personal and whole podcast, what's, what have we got? Um, well, obviously... I'd like it to still be going. I think that's a pretty that's a pretty good goal, isn't it? To be to, to still be here in another year's time. Oh, celebrating. I'm militant. This ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Even if I have to replace you two. Well, he's got this... keys to these. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. you, you might we might actually <laughs> escape. <laughs> well, as you said, as, as we get better guests on, uh... <laughs> or better replacements. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so go on. Sorry. Uh, yeah, um, obviously, to still be going would yep. be would be a, a personal goal, but. Um, yeah, to, I think I echo what Paul said. Um, sort of ten thousand uh, downloads just seems like a good place. You yeah, know, a couple of uh, can do that. Famous guests would be quite. That would be awesome. Uh, I will uh, do what I can to 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 really step that up as well. But at the same time, my personal goals uh, are still very similar to what they have been throughout the whole thing. I still want this podcast to be a community thing. So. We had you come on as a member of the community. Granted, you ended up staying and becoming co-host, as as did Paul. My intention is that I want people to get to know more members of the community. Mm. Not just the local community. You know, it brings me on to knowing where a lot of our listeners are coming from. You know, we have 40% of our listeners are from the States. There's nothing to say that we can't set up online recordings and actually chat to some of the guys, some of you guys out there in the States, you know, if you want people to know your stories. We're more than happy to do that. You know, we have to work out the time zones and stuff like that around our work here in the UK as as you would in, in the States. But yeah, yeah, I'd love for yeah. to just get to know more people, more listeners. You know, I've met a few of our listeners now. Absolutely. That, and that, that was a surprise to me when a few turned yeah. up at our game. Oh yeah, we do listen to the podcast. Yeah. That's what you're about. Yeah. yeah. And you know, we know that we have a couple of listeners that are local to us, that are friends of ours, as as you would expect. But to actually have someone turn up that we've never met before, never spoken to before, and to you know hear their feedback and, and all that, it really was heartwarming. It's not very often that I'm speechless, and when you know when that happened for the first time, I was I was speechless. Yeah. I I didn't know what to say, no. and 
even now I still don't. It was great to actually hear that feedback and and to know that people other than our friends and family yeah. do actually listen. So mm. uh, I mean, we we both got meeple minded t shirts, haven't mm-hmm. we? And we've been out and about. I mean, I was up at Cineworld a few months ago with one on, mm. and the chap behind the counter who was giving me popcorn. Oh, board game podcast. Mm. Out came the business card. Nice, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was great. And uh, yeah, that that sort of leads me on to something that we do every year. It's, it's that one time of year where I think, aren't we all supposed to be thankful for all that kind of stuff? So I think we should say our little thanks to the people that we know, love and support us in what we do. Absolutely. My wife, my family, everyone that comes to our board gaming groups. You're all the people we do it for. Mm-hmm. to be stood there and watching the amount of people that have come through the door and are enjoying themselves make great comments on the way out one of our members bought chocolates for the whole group mm-hmm. the other day so they they went round and went down very well and one lady came up to me from our latest game day said it was the highlight of the year mm-hmm. for That's her great. to come in and just to hear those things knowing that we are appreciated for what we're doing. Yeah. It's absolutely fantastic. So everyone that comes to it, everyone, members of our social media groups and everything, just fantastic. Yeah, and to, to lean on from that, the, the, the members of the social media groups, getting it, the engagement, seeing the engagement, seeing the community, you know, from all over the world, just talking to each other, engaging in any comment, you know, any posts that we put out on across all of the social media that we do, the Discord group, which, you know, I hold my hands up. I've not been the best at sort of maintaining that. I am doing far more with it now um, to try and sort of make that more engaging, get some more posts flowing. So hopefully we'll see a massive increase in in the, the kind of posts on there. I've installed a, a nice little achievement system for people posting stuff oh, as well. So yeah. hopefully we'll start seeing that take effect in the next few weeks. Again, talking about the people at the clubs, I couldn't be more grateful for them much the same as your clubs we've had people turning up with trays of donuts and yeah just give them all out you know we're having a great time we love it you know and just seeing people smile people enjoying the games and, and leaving of an evening saying that they've had a great time yeah. you know we we do everything we do but you know we don't we don't earn from it we don't we never want to but it's nice to have the the feedback that it is greatly received because uh, as we've said many, many times, people do not know the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes. Mm, yeah. You know, I run, I, I don't know about how Paul runs his clubs, but I run my clubs like a business that doesn't make profit. Yeah. You know, no, that's exactly the same as ours. It's, it, it is a seven day a week thing. You know, it may only be a few hours a day, but I, I might be sitting here building scenery. I might be planning events for the future. I might be, going to the local cash and carry to get drinks and sweets and all that kind of stuff or even planning for the next club birthday there's always something going on whether it be while i'm driving at work i've got something going on in my head i could be sat here writing something down in a notepad there's always something going on and it is nice to actually have that you know usually it's me driving a bus trying to work out what intro i'm going to have for the news this week (laughs) So yeah, you have some very fun bus trips. But yeah, other than that, obviously my partner Layla, she's incredibly supportive. She puts up with 
a stupid amount of games <laughs> taking over our living space and uh, amongst all the recording equipment and lighting and, and all that kind of stuff that I got ready for the videos that we will get around to doing. I know I said this last year, I started to do some, but time wasn't on my side. There you go, there's your goal. So mm. yeah, my goal is definitely get some, up. get some videos up and get you two trained up so that it's not just me. Mm. <laughs> but Live yeah, playthroughs. Another big one that uh, I think both of you will find exciting and, and beneficial. I know you're aware that it's happening, but hopefully in the near future is that we will be having our own dedicated space where things will be set up permanently that is not in my house. And we will actually have a meeple-minded studio. So fingers crossed that that happens. What do you mean this isn't one? Oh, no, <laughs> no. no. This is a proper recording studio, I was saying. That's right. So when I hear the shed get hoisted onto a trailer, I know we're moving. Exactly. Oh, okay. I mean, you might actually be allowed out of the shed at that point. We'll, we'll stick you in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> now over to the meeple-minded cupboard. <laughs> at least you'll be inside. Yes. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, James, have you got anyone you want to thank? Uh, yeah, uh, friends, family, as you said, all the people who uh, patronise the club. Um, it's great like you said to um hear all the feedback about how much people enjoy it and how uh how they've enjoyed the games and all that kind of stuff uh, and i suppose we should thank the people who give up their free time to actually listen to us ramble because you know without the listeners we wouldn't be sitting here going wow six thousand downloads yeah so yeah thank you <laughs> yeah we, we wouldn't be patting ourselves on the back i wouldn't be drinking this lovely uh spiced uh it's a salty caramel spiced rum, I believe it was. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, but yeah, really, really nice. Thank you very much. We are we are toasting ourselves yeah. uh, today and couldn't be more thankful. So, twenty twenty one, guys. Last words. What do we think of it? Family it was a game friendly. of two halves. <laughs> <laughs> it was a game of two halves, James. Yeah. Uh, well, to be honest, um, I'm glad to see the back of it, and hopefully. 2022 will be much better. Yes, let's definitely hope so. Fingers crossed for that one. Yep. I think so. We've got a game of two halves. Glad to see the back of it. Glad to see the back of it. And I think for me, this year can be summed up with uh, a traitor mechanic. Because it, <laughs> it, was, it was meant to be the year where we all came together and everything got better and someone, somewhere... Went and ruined it. Went and ruined it and put a spanner in the works. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Well, not ruined it, but uh, yeah, certainly put some few bumps Indeed. on the way. Indeed. Speed bumps. Yeah. <laughs> but on that note, guys, there will be no news this week because I'm a generous soul. Paul has been given the week off, mainly because this time of year there is no news. Yeah. And by the time this comes out, up. there won't be any events either. No, so no. week off for Paul. If anything special comes up, we'll do like a special report or something, but I, I doubt it. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming in, guys. It's yeah. been a pleasure working with you this past year. James, obviously not quite so long, but hopefully that will continue. Indeed it will. And Thank you to you both. Always thankful. Yeah. I've been here since the start, and things have got better and better, so I have you guys good. to thank for that. So He's getting soppy in his old age. There, is that a tear? <laughs> <laughs> turning it off turning it off on that note guys thank you very much for joining us we will see you next year 2022 long may it be better than the past two years i've been jason and i've been james and i've been paul and you have been listening to the 2021 year in review by the meeple minded podcast thank you very much for joining us we're gonna see you out with an another annoy or the end of the uh, annoying christmas song oh, can i but go first you can <laughs> 
I promise we'll be back to normal in the year 2022. Thank you very much for joining us. See you then. Ta-ta. Goodbye.